We believe in growth and continuous learning. We believe in educating and sharing knowledge. We believe the body is miraculous and is able to heal with the proper nutrition and support. And we believe the right mindset is key to your success. I'm Amanda Golightly. And I'm Kate McDowell. And this is Limitless Health. Live well naturally. So today I'm going to get us started with a story. A story of a client who came to us and years ago she had had pain in her stomach. So she went to her doctor and the doctor did scans and said, it's your gallbladder. We need to take it out right away. And this woman came to me saying, looking back, she regretted making this decision, not digging deeper and figuring out what was going on first. And when we had the conversation, I asked her, okay, so what strategy did the doctor give you? What's the plan moving forward after having this organ removed? And a lot of the times this is the case is that we can get a treatment, we can get a diagnosis, we can get surgery, and there's no plan given. And if you have your gallbladder removed, you will never digest fats normally on your own again. And this is something that's often not discussed before having something like this done. Thankfully, the bright side for this woman was she did look for help and she found us and became a client. And working together, we were able to find a solution for her. She no longer deals with the horrible stomach pain or she was dealing with heartburn as a result of having not enough bile from the gallbladder removal. And so we've given her body the support it needs to start to function properly. She's able to eat and not feel uncomfortable afterwards. She's not dealing with the bloating she was dealing with before. She doesn't have the migraines every month. She no longer has the sciatica that she lived with for a really long time either. And all of this was just based on giving her body the digestive sort that it, support that it needed. And this could have been eliminated by not removing the gallbladder years ago. But ultimately, even if you go this route, there are things we can do to help you move forward and be healthier and feel so much better long term. So if this is something you're dealing with, this is an area we can help you. It's pretty crazy looking at some of the stats that we found online. The one from the National Institute of Health, NIH, it states that more than 1.2 million gallbladders are removed annually. 1.2, over 1.2 million. That's crazy to think that the gallbladder is just basically thrown away that many times. And everything that we have in our body has a purpose. It's, it's there for a reason. We need it. So why are we just throwing parts away? <laughs> it's like going to Ikea. I know sometimes you do get spare parts when you're building <laughs> some of the furniture. In this case, we need everything that we're given. Yeah. It's like, you, that's funny. The Ikea reference, you wouldn't go to <laughs> Ikea and just like, I don't need an Allen key and throw it away because there'd be no putting that piece of furniture together. And exactly. before we get rolling, I want to make sure if you are someone who has had a surgery like this done, I've done this in the past too. I didn't know better at the time. And so I went along with what was suggested by my doctor and there's no place of blame for yourself or feeling bad because we do the best we can with the information we have at the time. And we just wanted to provide a little bit more understanding and support for you in this episode to talk about, although Western medicine sees this organ, it's very small but it's not insignificant. It has a really big purpose in our life. And it's something that's often just seen as 
disposable. If there's an issue, if the patient's having a problem, like, oh, let's just cut it out. And ultimately, it's going to impact a lot of other things in your body, a lot of other things in terms of the way you function if you're not, if you don't have it. And that's why it's, it's a good thing to get a bit more awareness around what's going on and how we can help the body function properly again, right? Mm -hmm. So basically, the gallbladder is just a small little sack. It's hanging out literally <laughs> right below the <laughs> liver, and they kind of work together. Gall the gallbladder stores and concentrates bile and when it's needed to go into the system to help break down food and metabolize fats and stuff like that it's there in its concentrated form to most help the body and when it's removed your body just can't function the same way it can't break down the fat the same way it's just it's really taking away the natural process of how your body works so you're i believe it was mentioned that it concentrates it was it five to 20 times? Bile is basically gonna neutralize the stomach acid as it's coming through because the intestinal lining can't handle that acidity. So it needs to be neutralized. And if the concentration of that isn't there, the relationship with the stomach acid and bile is gonna be not working right. So the if there is not enough bile to handle the stomach acid, there'll be less stomach acid produced so it affects so many things. If you're not having enough stomach acid, then you're not breaking down your food enough. You're then more susceptible to parasites and bacteria infections and all sorts of things. Just by having your gallbladder removed, there's a domino effect there and people aren't told about it. Yeah, it's not addressed. And that's where this is an interesting thing. It's a it's a complicated conversation, but it's, it's really understand important for people to understand that it is, it's like a teeter-totter effect there. And stomach acid is really important for us to be able to break down protein from the foods that we eat. And protein is really important structurally in the body for rebuilding. And we're, we're in a constant state of breaking down and rebuilding things. And if you're not getting enough protein or amino acids, you're not going to rebuild the structures of the body. And when there's not enough stomach acid, then the body doesn't need to make as much bile. So you're not breaking down your protein because you don't have enough stomach acid. You don't have enough bile. So now you're not breaking down your fats. You're not getting all that you need from the foods that you're eating. But that teeter-totter effect, if there's not enough bile, the, the body knows it's not going to continue to produce stomach acid because, like I said, stomach acid breaks down protein. And if that were to go into your small intestine, we're made of protein. So it's going to break down our structure. So when you remove a gallbladder and suddenly someone doesn't have enough bile to neutralize that stomach acid when it moves out of the stomach, the body stops producing so much. So it's just ultimately like it seems like a really inconsequential and doesn't matter little organ, but it's going to change your digestive system and how you break down food for the rest of your life naturally. So it's not disposable. And I don't understand why Western medicine sees it that way, first of all, and also why the education is not provided to people in terms of, okay, so you got your gallbladder removed. Now, what do I do? And that's the risk that's discussed though, right? Yeah. That's the other thing. At all. Or from the clients that I've talked to as well, they're like, I didn't even know that. The doctor is not brought up that. when they why is that not brought up when they're going through the forms and all the risks with surgery? Oh, by the way, you're not going to be able to digest things the same ever again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the forms, maybe it is, 
I haven't had it done, so I'm not sure, but usually it's like, if you ever open a a package insert on a medication, it's like Mm -hmm. pages and pages and pages. And if it's not, it should be something that's said to a person right away. Like, okay, so this is going to be a struggle for you after, and these are the things that you're going to need to do. And that's what we want to share with you today is some things that are going to be important if you've had your gallbladder removed, because like I said, you're never going to digest fats naturally on your own again. And we need fats, right? Years ago, they were villainized as problematic in the body and as something that's going to cause issues, but we need fats. If we don't have fats, we're not going to be able to break down fat soluble vitamins which are really important for function in the body. These are going to be things like vitamin A, which is important for eye health. It's important for skin health. Vitamin A is also really important for the gut health. It's important for repairing the tight junctions, which a lot of people who deal with leaky gut, vitamin A is important to help heal that. It's important if you're someone who deals with a lot of itchiness. So vitamin A is really important. And if you're not getting enough fat or you're not digesting fat properly, your body's not going to be able to use this. It doesn't matter how many vitamin A cellular uh, rich foods that you're eating, or if you're taking vitamin A supplementation, if your body can't use it, it's not going to benefit you. Another fat soluble vitamin is vitamin E. Vitamin E is important for hormones. It's important for brain health, cardiovascular health. It's important for people who have painful periods and heavy cycles. And then there's also vitamin D, which regulates the immune system. It's really good for autoimmunity, preventing autoimmunity. So if we're not able to use this properly, this can be why a lot of people deal with other health issues as well. And then vitamin K, which is really important for preventing calcification in our arteries. So if you're not able to use these vitamins, it's going to be problematic. You're going to deal with other health challenges. And all of this, your inability to use these could come from the lack of bile in your system. And the lack of bile is connected to removing the gallbladder. I just wanted to go through some of the symptoms tied to the gallbladder that people might experience. So maybe they can kind of expand their awareness. So if this is happening to them, they might think, okay, maybe there's a gallbladder tie in here. Those are, so some people could be experiencing migraines. They could experience burping after meals. Bloating is a big one, which makes sense if you're not able to digest things the way you're supposed to. If there's not enough bile, then as we said, there's not enough stomach acid to handle everything. You could have sinus congestion. Post-nasal drip was another one that was interesting. Eye floaters and earwax, which is also kind of crazy because I guess if you're having that congestion buildup, that can kind of flow over to your ears and the eyes are connected to the livers. So that's where eye floaters can come in. And this is all tied into, I think, for the most part, the meridian that runs along our body. And that's why we can experience things in these locations. Uh, You could have ankle, knee, hip, jaw pain, actually neck pain as well. And even in between your shoulder blades can be tied into issues with the gallbladder, which I find extremely fascinating. That, that can be the thing, but it's just, it's, it's the meridian, the gallbladder meridian that flows through our body. And this is kind of where the, it ties in all of this stuff. And sciatica is not really tied in specifically on the meridian, I understand, 
but that can even play into gallbladder issues too, which is quite interesting to discover. And these are things like you listen to these things. How many people deal with these things? Headaches. I think of, we've worked with lots of kids who have had uh, really big buildups of earwax and you go to the doctor and these are the kids that end up with ear tubes. My doctor wanted to give me ear tubes when I was a kid. Looking back, it's like, it could have been a gallbladder thing. Uh, and a lot of the times the kids that end up with ear tubes then end up having tonsils removed later because everything is interconnected in the body. And so that's one that's, that's common that we see. And then sciatica, I see so many women in their forties, like we work with women, well, mostly in kind of the perimenopause age going into menopause and sciatica is a really common one that we see. And it's like, that could be because of your gallbladder. And how often do you go to your doctor with something like this and they don't have a solution for you? And this is where it's really helpful to use frequency medicine to be able to ask the body, what is going on? Where's the problem? Where is the support needed? And what support do you need? Because the body never makes mistakes. If there's something going on, it's, there's a purpose to it. And it's asking for help. Symptoms always have a cause. The one other thing I wanted to throw in there with the congestion and ear tubes and all that stuff is like, well, why is that there? Why is that a problem? Because there's no drainage and gallbladder is one of the main drainage organs. So if there's an issue there, it's going to flow out and affect all these other things. So drainage is the problem. That's why if you don't have it, then this is where these issues arise. And as you said, using quantum nutrition testing we can look in to find out why this is happening what's not working in your body that should be working and how to support that yeah exactly and that's you know if you listen to our show if you listen to us on any social media platforms which by the way if you haven't checked out our instagrams both of us are very active on instagram and share lots of really good value there uh, in the show notes, you'll see the links to check out our pages if that's something you're interested in. But we're just trying to help educate because the question of why is not asked often enough. You go in to see your doctor and it's like, what can I give you to make the symptoms go away? What can I give you to put a Band-Aid on the problem you're dealing with? And that's ultimately not going to fix the issue. It's just suppressing the symptoms. And symptoms typically start as a whisper. You may have one symptom and it's like, well, you know, it's a pain, it's annoying. It maybe causes a little bit of problem, but it's not completely interrupting your life. It's not disrupting your day. But the longer that you ignore these symptoms or you don't look for the root cause of why they're happening, the body's like, hey, and starts to get louder. So then you have two symptoms, then three symptoms, and then bam, it knocks you on your butt. And that's where things happen, like the gallbladder being removed, like you know, major complications because the body has been giving you the message and saying, I need your help for a long time. And now there's a big problem. And so this is why frequency medicine is so helpful. And the quantum nutrition testing that we do is, is very beneficial because we can find things and be more preventative than Western medicine provides because we can detect problems way sooner versus blood work or versus an ultrasound or whatever other testing that you get done, because those require a pretty high level of deficiency or dysfunction before they even pick up the problem. That's not being productive. 
or sorry, proactive. That's not being proactive. That's being reactive. And in an emergency situation, reactive is great. If there's a, an emergency, we want you to, to jump to action right away. But if we can prevent things from happening, like needing to have your gallbladder removed, like needing to have medication to deal with high blood or high blood pressure. Yeah. Like needing to deal with uh, stomach acid heartburn, which is a totally different conversation because they totally get that wrong. Um, but if we can start preventing things, isn't that ideal? I, I agree. It's definitely a better way to go listening to the body and being aware of, Hey, there's something not working. Mm-hmm. Uh, my stomach acid is too low. This, this is where the heartburn thing comes into play or whatever the case is. It's starting to listen and know that there are resources that can help. And this is where we can come in. We can help you. We can find solutions for you. We're able to help you through whatever symptoms you're experiencing and get you to the other side of it and start getting, getting rid of these symptoms, supporting your body, working with your body rather than against it. So I want to leave you with some quick tips today. So there's things that you can do if you have had your gallbladder removed. Here's some things you can make sure to start working on right now. This is things that you can work on if you're having, uh, if you're dealing with gallstones as well. I mean, this is something that we can definitely help you with to fix the problem without having to cut your gallbladder out or without needing medication, which is just going to not make things better. But The things that we want to focus on, you need to drink a lot of water. Bile is made up of 95, is it 95% water? And so if you're not drinking enough water, that can lead to sludgy bile. That can lead to all kinds of problems in your body in general in terms of digestion. Um, But ultimately, yes, if there's gallbladder issues going on, make sure you are drinking lots of water a half to three quarters of your body weight in ounces every single day. You need saturated fat from animals. Bile is also made up of fat. So if we're not eating enough fat, this is going to be a problem. Low fat diets are not, not a good thing here. They're not a good solution for a lot of things for hormone production for so many different things. But in terms of digestion, yes, we need enough uh, saturated fat from animals in our diet. People Going who are a little a, further though. Yeah. What else, what else is bile made up of though? That makes that needed cholesterol. There you go. Right. We're so conditioned. So we're conditioned to be low fat diet. I mean, I was an eighties baby, so I went through the low fat phase. I used to eat naked salad because I thought putting dressing on the salad was too much fat and that makes you fat and all that garbage. And we need fat. We need cholesterol. It's an, also a, um, a nutrient that's villainized but we need it to make bile. We need it to break down food. We need it to make hormones. We need it for a lot of different things. And it's important to focus on that here. So this is where, you know, a low fat diet is not going to be good. It's going to make you more prone to gallstones because without enough cholesterol, you're not going to create bile. And then we need to fix You need to heal your stomach. You need to fix your gut and figure out what's going on there to make sure things are functioning properly. So, I mean, the really easy one is the water. Make sure you're drinking enough water and stop fearing fat. I'm sorry, but like I said, I've been there. I've been on that path. Fat doesn't make you fat. That's a lie. And sugar's the problem. 
Yep. Sugar is the problem, especially like that's a whole different conversation. But in terms of things that clog your arteries, that's why we're told to stay away from cholesterol and cholesterol is actually not the problem there. Cholesterol is the repair. When your arteries have been damaged because of too much sugar, which chips away at it, cholesterol comes in to fix the problem and builds up and builds up because you keep chipping away with all the sugar. And then they go in and they look and they're like, oh, there's cholesterol in here. Cholesterol is the problem. Nope, not true. So those are just a few things that can be helpful that you want to focus on that I wanted to share with you. So hopefully you got some value from that. If you're someone who is struggling with symptoms and is looking for support in that, that's something we can help you with. Or if there's anyone else you know that you've heard of having issues with their help, this is something where we can help them. Just let them know to connect with us uh, or even just listen to any of our social media or this podcast. We can help them. That's the bottom line. That's the message we want to get across. There is help available and we can help. Well, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. I hope you got some value from this episode. We would love your feedback. If you have any, you can share it with us. But yeah, if you know anyone who's struggling with symptoms, just connect them with us. You can book a free discovery call. There's a link in the show notes to be able to do that. And we'd be more than happy to help figure out what's going on with you and what your body needs to get back into balance. Thank you for listening and live well naturally.